How's it going, everyone? This is part three of the episode where I sit down and interview my parents. In the first two episodes, we discussed both what I was like growing up and their changing religious views. In this final installment, we talk about the coronavirus, how it's affected my mother's life as a nurse, and Donald Trump's handling of the pandemic. Enjoy. Last thing I want to get to is it's the coronavirus thing, and especially because mom, like we said before, you're a nurse. Um, so I know. For, first of all, like in this city, where, where, where I'm at right now, it's it's there's like a lockdown quarantine thing with like masks. There's everywhere. Right. So it's here too. The same kind of like six feet apart. You need a mask um, when you go inside. All that stuff. Uh, time. So as a uh, so you're nurse. Do you do you kind of agree with that? There's it's been a lacking in a lot of ways, and and unfortunately, um, people because it's summertime are going stir crazy in their homes, especially the young. And so as soon as you release the reins and let them let them go back out into the public, open up the stores, open. They thought it was free reign. And they thought, wow, I don't have to have my mask on anymore. Well, now we're seeing huge cases come back up now. Cases coming back up right now. Um, so. so, I mean, so, so you do kind of support the whole, like, wear a mask? Absolutely. Yeah. You need to wear a mask. You should be washing your hands constantly. You should be wiping down any products that you buy outside before you bring them into your home. Wipe them down. So, um, I... I'm not going to dive into this. Just one question. I don't support Trump. Mom, you, you do. Yes. Yes. So, and dad, do you support S- Trump? some policies? I do support him. So 50, 50 kind of. Yeah. Some of the policy, I mean, I don't support him blindly. Good. There's, there's a lot of things I think that he was very foolish about, which is one of the mask issue. That's, yeah. That's what and, I asked you about. But I have to say that today or yesterday, I can't remember which one it was. He came out Two days ago. with the mask. Finally. Oh, I just said, yeah, yeah, finally, exactly. I was going to say. And he actually said it's going to get worse before it gets better and that everybody should be wearing a mask. And I, you, I was like thankful for do it, you, finally. Do you wish he was more clear or stronger about I think he pol- was trying to keep people calm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that. And do you um, think that was wise to do? Um, in a lot of cases, it is. But in when you have a political storm as we have had in this country, yeah. unfortunately, and I don't really want to talk politics. Yeah, we're not. Um, you um, will, we're kind of staying no, on the no medical matter, side of no things. No matter what he does, they will find wrong or fault in it. So, unfortunately, then the true message is not out to the public properly because nobody's on the same page. Right. Everybody, whether it's if, if it's correct or not, they're going to find fault in it. And so it diminishes the message for the whole entire 
country. So, so I don't like that. So, I mean, so just to be clear, you, you, you do you wish he was a little, or do you under, you're fine with what he did? You understand it? It's kind of like a I necessary evil. I understand what he tried to do, what he was probably, in, you know, encouraged to do to keep the calm across the, the country because people were buying that product and all the shelves were empty for quite a few, like, what, a month and a half, two months? I mean, there's still a lot that's empty right now. Yeah. Because of panic buying. And there's a lot of people that were buying and sending, mailing it out to other countries even, um, before we even realized that there was an issue. Right. Um, and that's been documented. So either so, either way, you're you're glad he is kind of more or less like drawing the line. Like, okay, it is going to be serious. Finally, he yeah. should have done it sooner. I totally think he should have done it sooner. Now, according to the uh, interview with, according to the interview with Chris Wallace, okay, uh, he's still uh, on the side of optional. Hey, if there's some people yep. or some state that that's uh, what he said today. doesn't want to wear uh, masks, that's up to them. Well, the reason why, and the, and that's a very generic statement for such a wide, vast country as we have, the reason why he said that was because of the fact that there are many, many areas that it is not as necessary as in the high-density populated cities that we have like New York and L.A. and things like that. There's a lot more open space of places that are not having such an outbreak as we have. Like in probably like Montana states. or something. Whatever, like, yeah. yeah, Missouri, whatever. And so I can Kansas. see that you can't, it's almost like it has to be a gray ruling and each local, you know, each local, um, you know, authorities really needs to make the decision for themselves. And that's why Gavin Newsom actually gave it out to the counties to make that their own ruling. Now, unfortunately, every time you do that, then you also have people looking at the monetary monetary gain yeah. or loss. And can they survive if they do that? So, Do you subscribe yeah. to the theory of like how uh, it's not as serious as it seems and it's, a scare tactic uh, by the libs no. to get you injected with the vaccine. As yeah. far as those sparsely populated states like Iowa, Kansas you know, or something, Dakota and all that, okay, doesn't have to require masks. Those are okay as long as they don't travel or people want to travel their respite travel restriction because otherwise we'll just be contaminated. Mm. Just like anything else you have here. If, if, if you don't have a separation of, of something, just leave it like that, eventually they're going to migrate and next thing you know, it's blown okay. up again. But unfortunately, when people that are not raised with republics, okay, the one unique feature of the United States is that each state is not its own entity entirely. And our states are connected in one giant union, which means we can freely travel from one state to another without being checked. Is, is that what you're suggesting, Dad? Kind of like border them up? What, New or, York or, and New or limit, Jersey? Or limit travel for now. Yeah. New York and New Jersey close their borders. But see, when you say for now, for now, for how long, Neil? Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's... that's the problem. Once the government puts things in place... They don't tend to take it off the books very soon. Well, they could say so until the cases get below a certain ratio yeah, or something. you can't do that because then you got, okay, well, this one's here. This Then next thing you know, you have people fraudulently 
increasing or decreasing the stats to meet their monetary gains or needs. Okay. So you have fraud throughout. Again, but that's why I'm not, again, I'm clearly not a big conspiracy theorist, but I absolutely, I would not be surprised at all if we found out like China fudged their numbers. Oh, of course. Like it it makes total sense for them to kind of not reveal how severe it was. I wouldn't. Tr- yeah, that's so. Because they said they were doing so well, and then all of a sudden they went back down. I, yeah. I would Again, not I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but no. it makes total sense for me if we finally did that. I'd be like, of course. Why, would, why wouldn't they? It's unfortunate, um, but we can only count on ourselves as a country, and we need to all stick together on this. We can't start you know, tearing each other apart, each state against each state. And that's what will happen because if you have more cases in this one state, then all the other states are going to go, oh, we, n- let's say New York, okay, as an example. Well, we don't want any New Yorkers coming into our state. Is that right? No. Do you think it's right? It's, it's not. What, what, I'm, what do you mean? New York, let's say they have the highest cases in the land, in, sure. the, in the whole country. Mm-hmm. So now the other states in the, in the union say, okay, we don't want any New Yorkers. It makes total sense. Why? Total sense. For how long? Well, okay. Okay. Th- those are two completely separate questions. I know they it, are, it, and I it, asked them both. It, 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 <laughs> it makes sense why. Is it feasible? Will it likely be followed? How, how you know, implementing... The parameters, things like that. I mean, it's clearly impossible to do. But it's a very simplistic. Um, Why won't you? It's a very simplistic rule. But think of the think of the ramifications. What about the products that come out of of New York? Yeah, that's what, I'm what about right. people's livelihoods. So you would start making rules what about, of like okay, what about families that are in New York and they have families in Wisconsin or something like yeah. that? Okay, and they can't visit each other. How about people, New Yorkers, needing to have a livelihood? Okay, and they rely a lot on visitor, visitors coming to the Statue of Liberty, coming to the Empire State Why Building. Why to Western Europe? Americans are banned to go to Europe. Yeah, and we, we ban places that people have banned us. That's why I said, as a country, Mexico. as a country, yes. In fact, Canada and Mexico and the United States just came, went into another agreement last week to extend <clears throat> the ban, to See, extend to the close borders because we closed the borders right away you can't that was what you can do within your country but you should not you should not ban one united states citizen from another but my, my, my thing is i mean entirely uh, you know uh, yeah obviously like that that's that, that that's like a, a last ditch horrible scenario but my thing is you can't ask about necessity but and then argue it with luxury and, and, and luxury like what like oh, when I said the visitors going to Statue of Liberty or, or whatever, yeah, yeah, like like oh, but I won't be able to see my grandma for like six months. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry, Dave, but like there's a global pandemic. I know it sucks. This is not what we want to happen, but like we, it's kind of like um, I use this analogy of like we're. I don't know if this happened to you guys in school, but when it's like uh, the teacher won't let people, kids to go out to recess until the, the 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 loud kids in the back sit down and shut up. It's like. Uh, yes, I want to go to recess too, but we have to get these kids to like, just shut up for a second. The bell rang. And so it's kind of like as a class, we all just need to shut up, put our hands under our asses and just be quiet for a second. And then we can all go to recess and it sucks. And yes, a lot of people are going to be, uh, you know, inconvenienced and things like that. It's not my plan, A, B, C, D or whatever, but like, and obviously 
things like you know tr- truck drivers and merchandise you'd, you'd have to make a whole bunch of nuanced legislation which is why i said it's not realistic to do it's it would At be all. it would be impossible to do because exactly for the same reasons you brought up there are so many of these little exceptions you have to you have to like you know you mandate know and legislate and the interstate yeah. freeways in this country are inundated with traffic from freight going mm-hmm. from one state to another you'd be surprised how isolated california would be oh no yeah. food no gas no nothing yep. okay but that's what i'm saying we wouldn't be able to get the question any of, of import should we like yeah of course in a perfect world yeah do that get rid of it like but is it plausible you no, you can't really do that because it, for the same reasons we're so intertwined and dependent on each other at this point it's, it'd so, be... let, let me bring one other thing up, and this I, I'm I'm trying to get away from politics. I'm I'm really sick of politics. So you can't. We're not believe... talking about we're just talking coronavirus right now. But we can't you can't believe anything they say anyway. But here's one example of why the numbers are kind of, you know, fake, as far as the increases in coronavirus. You okay. think they're inflated or, or 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 held back? Some of them are inflated. It just depends. Oh. Okay, but my experience is where you have testing for the coronavirus but because we don't have enough test kits they're not they don't have in-house test kits the ones that you can get within just hours boom 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 there's not the ones you put in your nose yeah these are the nasal tests i could never but that's what all of them are have you had that no and but the the test kits they don't have the ones that you can do just in hours and they're running out so that means the test has to be sent out to a qualified laboratory. That qualified laboratory, everybody is sending their tests to that qualified laboratory. That's normally doing, I don't know, maybe 3,000 a day or more. Maybe, I don't I, I'm, just, I'm throwing numbers out. They're not even accurate. Mm. But just let's say 3,000. And now they're getting, you know, 100,000 a day. That's just a kind of really crazy example you know it's not accurate but that's what i'm saying so obviously instead of getting the test turned around like that in a, in a blink of an eye like we should be able to to know if this person's got coronavirus or not we're having to wait four days four to five days so now that person is taking up a bed in the hospital for four to five days because of the fact that we don't have the test back fast enough okay so now if that person is not positive for coronavirus, he just spent, or he or she has just spent four or five days in a hospital, in a setting, in a floor that does have positive coronavirus patients. Shindy. And it's possible that they... But how does that yeah. correlate so, to Shindy, what I'm numbers? What I'm saying is... I, I'm pretty sure, okay. I'm pretty sure... You're, you're that, not understanding. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that John Hopkins Hospital, a very, very, very reputable hospital okay has been i mean put that into consideration and their finding was there's a 30 percent increase okay and what your reasoning was same as trump i didn't and, and that, no, that, no 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 that no. was and that was uh, that's where don't bring trump into this yeah, yeah. Don't, bring trump. Was, don't do that it was rejected don't by do wallace it. yeah but, you're wrong you know you don't even know what you're talking no, but, about uh, right now hold on let's what get back to what I'm you're saying, saying yeah. has nothing to do with what you're saying okay, so what I'm saying is now that... they're keeping that person in that bed uh-huh. because they don't have the results yet. Normally, that person would be gone. Okay, yeah. You would already know that they're negative. Now, one, they're taking up a bed, so now 
We have an expanded amount. We have a full capacity now. We don't have any more beds available. Uh -huh. So now you're going to report that as well. But what is the reason why we have a full capacity? Not because we have all these positive patients. Right now, you're it's, just talking about the, the, the messed up system and how hard it is, but you're not telling me how that relates to an inflated test result because numbers. Because at this time, all those people that are waiting for the test results, they're considered rule out, which is considered a positive coronavirus patient until we get the test result back which is four or five days later. So you're telling me if you take a test for coronavirus, John Hopkins and CDC go, you have it until we say you don't. That's how nurses are treating their no, patients. I'm not talking... I don't know John Hopkins. I don't work at John okay. Hopkins. Okay, so mom... I'm telling you... No, 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 right. no. I'm telling you they are treated as positive until they are ruled sure. out. Sure, how nurses treat so patients, that's not the same as... The, 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 the statistics on the so test results. In the statistics, mm -hmm. they don't have a ruled out category. Sure. So what does that tell you? So a lot of people might not have the coronavirus, but they're considered positive until they're ruled out. Well, that's, that, that's why I asked. So you're telling me that these that's tests... That's why I'm feeling that they're probably inflated. But you, but is that a feeling you have based on what you would do? Are you, are... I'm not the test taker. I mean, I'm not the, I'm not the stat okay. person. So you're basically I'm, you're I'm commenting on how nurses you, approach it. No, it's not just nurses. how we're told to approach sure, it. Sure, right. So you're, so you're saying how your role in the hospital is told to approach it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's but how statistics are counted. we have to that to them. So there is no rule out category. If you look at any of those things, there's no rule out category. So what? That's what so. The, so when you only report one your tests, category can go into. So when you report your tests, basically, which I don't report them, but somebody else does. Oh, so, so, I'm just who I'm takes just, the test? Not nurses, then. The patient or who takes administers? The test, or who administers? I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah who, who, who? It doesn't matter who administers it. The patient is admitted as a coronavirus. So patient, whoever a rule out. So whoever takes whoever administers the test, then you know, I'm, puts it in the plastic thing for lab testing. Whatever. They're not the they're not the counter or anything who, like that. that I'm trying to find to, out where the discrepancy happens. Who reports the results? Because we don't have the results. That's what I'm saying. Until we get the results, we can't report anything. So, but until, you just said that's reported. What I said until the re until the result comes back to us, which is like four days later. Mm -hmm. Okay, the patient is considered a positive. Fine, but the so, test results are based on what happens after that, not that part. But they're talking about numbers of patients that came in as a coronavirus patients. They're looking. No, at, they're talking about confirmed they're cases. Head counts. No, no, they're talking about confirmed case people who have tested positive, and then people who, and then there's the mortality rate, which is a different statistic. Yeah. That's one. That, that's there's a difference. Okay, there's a big difference. So, I agree. The number of cases that we have that have the results of pending, come let's back, say pending. Or it could be pending. Right. There's the pending, which is the rule out cases. Okay, they took a test, mm. and we're and waiting. we're paying. And then the results are pending. We're waiting for it to come back. Now, are you telling me that that's not being reported in those numbers? No. I, what I'm saying, I'm asking you. I'm not the stat. Person. Okay, then. So, so what I'm saying is. 
based on our patient ratio, okay, we're reporting this is the number of patients we have as a coronavirus patient. These are the numbers of patients we have that are, you know, they're they're in for a different reason. Sure. And what I'm I'm assuming is that, I'm assuming, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming that the people who log the statistics are not going, well, there's these patients pending, let's group them into this. And now that's, and I've seen no evidence of that, no proof of that. And, and obviously, if that were true, then of course that's completely irresponsible to do. No, it's it's not. It's it's how it's. Practical. But I don't think that's what's happening. It's practicality. How can you how can you keep everything, all the numbers coming in, just based on the results at the labs? Because you don't know where those tests are all going. They don't all go to the same lab. They don't all go to the same lab every time. Our hospital doesn't necessarily send everything to, out to a lab. Some of it's done in-house. Some of it goes out to this lab. Some some of it goes to a sister hospital. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. The statistics are just confirmed. Like, here are the test results. They're not taking into account people who are, like, waiting. How do you know that? No, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't I, know that, but it makes no sense. But you don't know it either. Correct. Correct. I don't know it because I'm not... So it not sounds like I'm assuming the best of the system and you're assuming the worst. Mm, no, I mean, because when they're telling me that they have an overwhelming amount of patients in the hospital and the mm. hospitals are overwhelmed and they have no more free beds available because the coronavirus patients are overwhelming the system, okay... That tells me they're basing it on how many patients we have in there as labeled as coronavirus patients. So every hospital, every place that's taking care of coronavirus patients, okay, they also get some money from the government for taking care of coronavirus patients. So they're listing these patients all as coronavirus patients, even if they're rule up because we don't know. And we have to... Um, we have to consider them a positive until they are ruled out, which is a, a negative result came back. So that's that's our, you know, our problem because there's not enough categories in all of these statistics that they're showing. They just want black and white. They just want positive or negative. Well, there's a gray area, people, and that's because of the delay in the results of the tests because we don't have enough testing you know in-house testing or you know turnaround tests i just haven't seen any evidence of them taking that gray area into account and throwing into the positive pile i've never they're not going to discount that at all because every time yeah every time that they have the stats on how many coronavirus patients they're also talking about the bed count they're also talking about the hospitals being overflowed how the icus are all um completely filled you know, and what they also don't realize that even though you could say in a generic term that, oh, we're full as a hospital, as a floor, as an ICU, we're full. That's can, not necessarily true. I think you can include the plus minus, that includes like plus minus 3% error, you know, or something like oh, that. Oh, that could do, yeah. they yeah. could have that too, probably. But what I'm saying is, is they could say, well, we're full, we're in capacity yeah. right now. But the capacity is not necessarily that every bed is used up. It's also based the on... The lobby. It's also <laughs> No, it's also based on if you have the staff to take care of those patients. Yeah. 
you might have another 10 beds that you can fill, you but no if staff. you don't have enough, any staff to fill those people, um, you know, those positions, yeah. you, you can't take care of those patients. Um, I want to call Lindsay. Lindsay yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to call Lindsay right now. Hello. Hey, what's up? You're back on with uh, Cindy and Gino and uh, Neil. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> Hello, Lindsay. So, mom and dad basically went through my childhood and just ripped me apart. Um, it is not. Um, Wait, what'd they do? Um, no, nothing. I was wondering, so as my sister, what is, uh, what do you remember of me as your older brother of like 13 years? 13 years old. You mean like living with you? Yeah, like what do, what do you remember me when you were growing up? Here, it's being recorded. <laughs> I know, I'm like, uh, uh, no, okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just remember you being an older brother in the sense that, well, but then again, you're also 12 years older than me, so I didn't really see much of you. Um, I feel like, I mean, I remember you always in like t-shirt and shorts <laughs> and <laughs> like on the computer downstairs, like playing WoW. And, oh yeah, yeah, and then like going to school and what it, what is like that? What is one of your favorite memories of me? Uh, it's gonna take a while. Should you give me these questions so I could think about it? I have a really bad memory. <laughs> Probably, honestly, I think my favorite was when you would go to my soccer games. Because oh, talk about the I afterburners, think, like, the thrusters. Oh, it was other two names. I don't even remember. Yeah, no, no, that was like I would tell you, like save your energy for the run, and then turn on oh, the afterburners. Yeah. To like, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah, I feel like mom was always at my soccer games. Like every game, she was a freaking team mom. So mm-hmm. I obviously appreciated that, but I always saw her. So whenever there was somebody that I never saw, like you or Dad or Greg. Like would come to my soccer games, I'd feel so like freaking pumped and <laughs> freaking like turn out the aggression to ten that game. Like I was, yeah, I'd be. So I think that's probably my favorite memories is when I'd be playing soccer, and it was always a surprise because it was always like eh, I don't know, and then like maybe like halftime or like maybe a little bit into the first quarter, then I would like see you or Greg or Dad or something like walking in with this chair. I'd be like. Yeah, like I'd be like so excited, but like try to be chill about Coming it. Coming back from the the snack shack. Yeah, <laughs> remember exactly. that? Like cooking that blue wooden or, yeah. snack shack. You go in there, there's hot dogs. <laughs> and... All I know is wherever you were on that field, you definitely could hear me. <laughs> I could hear. I could hear you. If wherever you were on that field, you definitely could hear me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you did, did you but have yeah, a favorite was... sport or a, or or a team that you played on? Do you? Looking back, um, ooh, the I feel like club soccer for sure. Yeah, the All Stars. Um, I think my favorite part of soccer was playing in the tournament. So when we would have like a game, you know, morning game, then like maybe like an hour or so, then play another game. Like those are my favorite. Where it was like all day soccer. Um, so probably club because I think it also got more aggressive as I got older, which I liked. Um, I so just, that was pretty cool. I, think I didn't first. like your um, your practices at high school. They were too hot. Oh, yeah, on that, like, turf field. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it was bad. And then, like, the our coach ended up being, like, our history teacher or something because the co- other soccer coach quit. Like, it was all messed if up. You had, if you had $1 million, what would you give 
mom as a birthday, as a Christmas gift? That's a weird question. Oh, all her debt paid, all the bills paid. Woohoo! That's a, that would be amazing. <laughs> and then yeah. what, what would you give dad? Thank you. Oh, um, probably the revamp, like hand. someone to revamp the whole house. What is that? Like a like someone to revamp their whole house, like give them a a paid interior decorator, like all inclusive. You'd, you'd have to make sure mom and dad are not here because they would argue the entire time. Another yeah, another exactly. gift for that's me. Why I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, I'm just gonna pay off all the bills for mom. She'll be happy, and then I'm just gonna get one person, but they're gonna like decide what they're doing to just the house. Chloroform mom and dad, it. put them in a van, drive away fifty miles, <laughs> make them walk back. By the time they're back. I want a finished. bigger kitchen, okay? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's no, I think happen. dad, I think as far as the house goes, dad would enjoy probably a bigger kitchen and then maybe like an art studio, probably. Absolutely. Um, he like would a, love a, that. A koi pond in the backyard? Yeah. Yeah. With a little, little waterfall. Water, like a little koi pond waterfall. He would yeah, love that. he would love that. And one coconut tree. And then tree. probably like, probably like a unlimited plane ticket to the Philippines whenever he wants or something. And what would you give uh, Greg? One million dollars. Uh, Baby shader. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, it's hard. I, it's almost it's hard with like Greg and Lindsay because they have a family. Like it's almost like yeah, they have they have their life. Like they have everything they need. You know, yeah. so it's really hard. They're already to established. Like, what they want. Yeah, uh, it's not like oh, what would you give yourself friggin' money? Like I'm like I'm poor. Any money like. I would probably do the same though. Maybe I would like pay off all their debts. I'm sure they have like bills and things and student loans that they're give him a give him a hammock and he can sleep for a week and get rid of those dark circles. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I think bills in general and and debt always weighs on people. Um, And I don't know. Obviously, Greg and Lizzie don't talk about that at all because that's like a weird thing to talk about to people. But I feel like I'm sure they got something, so I'd probably pay everything off for them. And then what would you give yourself? Money. I know you're gonna get the million to do what you have one million dollars. You cannot keep it in cash. But what thing or things would you do or buy? Oh, you can't keep it. I would probably. Oh, that'd be nice. But I would probably buy myself a house and like pay it off for sure. First thing, just like just straight Um, up, and that's good. Good. Yeah, because I think I would want. Oh, and a new car. I want a new car so fast. And and, another resort in Mexico. Yes, speaking of, my birthday's in a couple weeks. I would like a new car. Here. <laughs> uh, you're actually breaking up here. We're losing some Bluetooth signal. Uh, you're kind of... And you forgot one person. I don't think so. Okay, so we're going to say we're bye, Lindsay. What, what we're all, would you we're give all going under brother? a tunnel here. Uh, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> and what would you give your brother, uh, okay, Neil? Bye. Oh, we lost her. And what would you give your brother, Neil? We lost her. All right, so that's it. Where is she? <laughs> she hung up. We, we lost connection. I'm really sorry about that. Maybe next time, next episode, we'll talk to Lindsay, ask her some more questions. Right, thank you. And uh, thanks, Dad, Gino, thank you. Mom. Uh, and everybody, please wear your, your mask. Yep, there you go.